Hello and welcome to LWML On The Go, the official podcast of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. This is episode 43. I'm your host, Becca Footy, and today we're starting a new series with a slightly different format. Over the next few months, we'll be studying Jan Burnett's The Task-Filled Life. It's broken down into cycles of six weeks, one longer episode, followed by five weeks of shorter devotional ones. This is a wonderful Bible study, and I can't wait to share it with all of you. Today's episode is Session 1, The Great I Am. Widowed. Four children ages 12 and under. Teaching full-time. Groceries to buy. Ten loads of laundry to do. Sports activities to attend. Fun parties with the teachers. Laughter. Tears. Grief. Joy in the classroom. Devotions at 7 a.m. Chores assigned to the kids. Cleaning the remainder of the house. Sons flying off the roof. Daughters missing their dad. Strep throat. Helping with homework. Checking school lunch boxes. Fixing evening meals. Emptiness in my heart. Sleepless nights. Fear. And all this happens in one week. Father, there is so much to do in my seven-day period, and I'm doing it all alone. This task-filled life is overwhelming me. I'm not sure how I can do it much longer. I need a superhero to carry me away, 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 away. We open with prayer. Dear Father in heaven, open my heart and my mind to the wonders of who you are, the great I am. Prepare me for the pleasures that are yet to come and the grace with which I will be blessed. In Jesus' name I ask this. Amen. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Exodus 3, verses 13 to 14. It all begins here. The search for the great I am. The one who said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Exodus 3, 14. The sovereign one, the God only wise, the immortal one, the servant example my hiding place, and my deliverer is the true I am that I yearn for. He is the one who is all I need, holds my everything together, is resplendent in glory, and yet loves me enough to humble himself to death, even death on a cross, as found in Philippians 2 verses 5 to 8. And he did it all for me, and you, his beloved. Our precious Lord and Savior is the superhero we need, but not to take us away from it all. Rather, He chooses to guide us through the maze called life, whether as a single parent, in a safe and secure marriage, or in a troubled marriage. On even our busiest days, this great I Am, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, desires to be our light, salvation, stronghold, shield, and shelter. He has not only given us His Word to sustain our hidden lives, but also provides His Holy Spirit to open our hearts to the love of God that pierces our hearts with truth, comfort, and forgiveness. 
The great I am is a God who stretches through time and space, a God who enables us to view him not only as a God of the past, but also of the here and now. He lives and loves to care for us, supplies our spiritual needs, and provides strength for our multifaceted, task-filled lives. It's hard to say I'm valuable. Overwhelmed, we often cry out with the need to be appreciated, loved, and valued by others based on all the work we do. When we don't receive it, we wonder where we can turn as our emotions hit the fan or we feel empty inside. Where is the great I am when we need him? Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Psalm 1 verses 1 to 3. God's word is the means to discover the greatest love we need. Meditating and delighting in God's love letter, we discover that we are compared to a tree that yields its seasonal fruit and is continually in bloom. As the love, wisdom, and power of I Am exposes himself through the Holy Spirit, we blossom for him. When things are going well, we blossom. When disappointments come, we blossom. When life changes course, we blossom. When struggles seem to swallow us up, we blossom. And it's not because of anything we have done, but because of the blossoming spiritual sap of Christ that runs in and through us. We don't see it or feel it, for it is the continuing nourishment within that is received through His Spirit as we remain in the Word. From it grow the flowers of grace, mercy, and truth as it is received in and through Christ. We are loved beyond comprehension. God's word reveals this love. Ephesians 3 verses 14 to 19 say, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. 1 John 4 verses 9 to 10 say, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Take time to reflect on how Christ's love can enable you to feel more appreciated, loved, and valued. Remember, it's not about you, but about what He has already done for you. It's hard to say, I need Him. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. Psalm 8 verse 1 Pride steps in when we need to ask God for help, as it means we have to humble ourselves. 
viewing his awesome majesty. We assume he is too busy to listen to our concerns or to find time to help us with our daily struggles. Besides, we know we can handle life on our own. We've done it before and we can do it again. Those daily mundane tasks are ours to accomplish and we assume there are no limits to our own personal power and energy, right? Wrong. Paul states in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 that God will not let us be tempted beyond our ability to withstand and will provide a way of escape. He will use that way of escape to enable us to endure it with his strength and guidance. However, we need to remember that it is often a great temptation to assume that we can manage our hectic, overcrowded lives without God's help. God lovingly reminds us in his word that he desires for us to seek him first, to spend time with him in prayer, and to cease from worrying, as found in Matthew 6, verses 33-34. Yet we continue to let pride and personal ego prevent us from heeding the path to a calmer rest in Him. Time in our task-filled lives is often a challenge, so spending time in the presence of the Great I Am often remains as last on our agenda. Getting up an extra hour earlier in the morning is not an option as we assume we will only become more stressed and more tired. We forget it is when we are in His presence that spiritual rest and renewal take place. It is through the Word and the Spirit that we are strengthened, encouraged, and guided. Our spirits are revived, and our hearts become more receptive to His love and generosity. As I read Psalm 8, pray the Holy Spirit opens your heart and mind to view not only the majesty of I Am, but also His love for mankind. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants you have established strength because of your foes, to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. List examples of God's generous mercy toward man and how God's majesty and glory can impact the privileges he grants us. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent he will lift me high upon a rock. Psalm 27, verses 4 to 5. It's hard to say words of praise when my task-filled life is hectic. God desires that we acknowledge and praise Him for who He is, no matter the schedules pressing in on us at the time. 
You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. Psalm 40, verses 5 and 16. Our view of God can become clouded when the storms of life roll in. Whether complicating our roles as children, parents, or employees, praising God in the midst of our storms of life is not unlike the disciples who became terrified when the gigantic waves began filling the small fishing boat on the Sea of Galilee. Because they couldn't believe the obvious scene that was happening, they wondered why the sleeping Jesus wasn't fixing things, and so they cried out in absolute fear. Before we judge their actions, we need to realize that the Sea of Galilee is subject to sudden storms and that the waves can reach up to 10 feet high. Knowing that, listen to Luke 8 verses 23 to 25 to discover the disciples' fear and how Jesus reacted to that fear. And as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased, and there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, saying to one another, Who then is this, that he commands even winds and water, and they obey him? Think of any moments in your task-filled life when you wondered if Jesus was asleep and how his reaction with the disciples might bring strength and encouragement to you now. As his children of faith, we grow in our trust of him as a result of his promises, provision, peace, and yes, problems. To the very core of our being, the Holy Spirit strengthens our spirits as we choose to praise the great I Am. Even in the midst of our struggles, it is His Spirit that sanctifies and awakens us daily with renewal and regeneration. He enables the Word to make us receptive to who He is and who He desires us to be. Enlivened with a passion that only He can create, we move forward in loving service for Him, regardless of our hectic lives. Study time for this session. In this week's lesson, we learned how God revealed himself to Moses. We will now go on a deeper journey of faith with Moses and discover more about this great I Am and how he is all we need in this life and throughout eternity. We will learn of a great God of all gods and King of all kings. Just like Moses, excuses may appear to keep us from the Lord's chosen tasks but God's Word can develop and enlarge our love and trust for Him as a result. Over the next five weeks, you are going to hear the five excuses of Moses when faced with an enormous challenge. Read Exodus chapters 3 and 4. As you do so, mark or record the excuses that Moses gave and God's responses to each excuse. We close with prayer. To the great I Am, Awaken in my heart and soul a desire to know you more clearly and to love you more dearly. Help me treasure each precious moment because you 
are truly divine and holy. Amen. This has been session one of the Task-Filled Life, The Great I Am. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of LWML On The Go. If you enjoyed this session of The Task-Filled Life and would like to download the entire printable study, please visit us online at lwml.org life. Special thanks to Kyle Faber for writing and performing today's music. My name is Becca Footy, and I'm wishing you a grace-filled rest of your day.